up, everybody? This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your Friday. Another cold and rainy one. Another one. Another cold and rainy one here in St. Louis. Um, which, you know, it doesn't bother me all that much. It's just weird for us to not have at least two weeks of sunshine by this point. You know, or a week. I mean, I don't know that we've uh, strung together three sunny days yet. But it is what it is. I'm not complaining because I certainly don't want to be listening to uh, drought information every day like they have to in California. So uh, right now, it feels like a season of reckoning. If you have stocks and crypto, you're looking at that like, man, this is a bloodletting, you know. And like I've always said, never invest more than you can afford to lose. But when you lose any, it's sad and it hurts. And then you got half the people telling you to keep all your money, hold on, buy the dip. Then you got the other half of people like, don't be stupid. This It's about to tumble completely. Uh, whatever you buy will be trash. Like, you don't know. Like, nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, and you ultimately just have to do what you think is best for you. You know, uh, I can take a, a, a high amount of risk until I can't. <laughs> until it's like, okay, this is impractical. And so you have to decide what your strategy is. And that's really where we are right now. All these people. So you got people who are furious with Biden. Um, and we all knew this was going to happen, right? You can't just send millions of dollars out to the American public and then don't expect the check to come due at some point. It's coming due. Yeah. All the stuff you were worried about happening in 2020 didn't happen. It's happening now. Now is when the shortages are. Now is when uh, the markets look crazy. And this is why people don't like Democrats, because they spend their way out of everything. They think they can fix everything by throwing money at it. All these people who tell you, oh, we can fix crime by putting together money for programs. Okay. We've had 100 years to do that. No one's put together any kind of program yet. The Black Panthers had a successful uh, program, but nobody, it wasn't government run, and nobody wanted to mess with the Panthers. But, you know, uh, America hates poor people, and I think that is probably abundantly clear. And sometimes, you know, you get frustrated with people who never had any money because they don't know what to do when they get money. I've heard really bad stories about people who got their stimulus checks and decided to like, I don't know, just go on vacation or rent cars or, um, you know, people who took out, who made fake businesses to get PPP loans. I mean, y'all are going to go to prison. I ain't going to have to pay restitution. I don't know why anybody would do that. I actually have a business and I was like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to be bothered with that. It just didn't seem right, and I didn't need it, you know? So, uh, and I'm not not in a way like, oh, I don't need money. Yes, I always need money, but I didn't need a PPP loan. It just seemed like some smoke I wasn't interested in, you know, inviting into my life. Um, And now you got all these scams and frauds coming to, to light, and a lot of people just made fake businesses to, to get this money. And, you know, you just can't. There's a reason why people are always like, nah, you can't just 
give money away like that. And while it was important to try to stimulate the economy, you're not educating people on how to be responsible with money. So people who didn't have money and got a stimulus check, they just went crazy. It was like a Dave Chappelle skit. I'm going to buy a truck full of cools. Um, I I both uh nah, I basically invested all mine in startups, which is also risky. But I was passionate about the companies I picked, and you know, they all have the potential to be bought up by bigger companies, and also become huge on their own. You know, there's a there's a couple of Airbnb type investments in there, and I'm excited about it. And I and I I pray that they're successful. You know, um. There's risk there, but it's calculated. And I didn't just trick the money off on something goofy, you know, but apparently a lot of people did. And um, like I said, it just feels like some sort of reckoning going on. And people are having to come to terms with like, oh, you know, that was temporary. (laughs) So people are really hating on Biden. I mean, it is not hard to find some negative intel on Biden these days. And listen, the dude, I never thought he was going to be a two-term president. He is old as Methuselah. No, thank you. Do I prefer him over Trump? Yeah. Yeah. But am I in love with this? No. I didn't, I, I didn't, I prefer a president who's not pretending a pandemic isn't happening. That was good. And I did like some of the stuff he did around uh, COVID and the stimulus money, uh, the stimulus checks I thought were responsible. The PPP should have probably been more strict with the way it went out to people. Because if it's too easy, you're always gonna have people who wanna do something felonious. That's just, human nature has has a glitch and it's called greed. And so, yeah, and now you're you. We have inflation, and now all these um, moves that are being made. I don't think, I don't think that's what's. I think it's it could harm our economy. And while the president doesn't normally have much to do, I don't think, in my studies, have much to do with the actual economy. It's how people feel about the president and their personal lives when when that person is president. And then these moves that they get that he lets the Fed make, you know. So I don't think raising interest rates to some crazy amount is smart. I hope they stop. I hope they actually even cut the interest rates back down. Because when you freeze the money, it just makes everything worse. And, uh, you know, when institutional investors and people with real, you know, big money start moving making different moves you know that's when you have to start being concerned like okay well what about the regular folks what are we gonna do if they're not loaning money out to the guy who wants to start a barbershop you know how how do we keep growing the economy right if if you can't uh, borrow money to do legitimate basic business how are we supposed to keep growing? And there are much smarter people than me talking about this. I am not very articulate about this topic. Um, I just know that certain things just make sense 
and the people that I listen to about these things are concerned and it's concerning. And I, I know personally, I just, I've watched Democrats try to spin their way out of problems and it just is usually at the core is some really incompetent decision-making that they're trying to cover with cash, right? And Democrats, that is a Democrat specialty. Um, and uh, I'm not saying that because I love the Republicans. I don't. I'm not a huge fan. The conservative Republican is gone. Uh, I am a moderate independent voter. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough time to be a moderate because nobody, nobody cares about the facts. They just care about how they feel. So you've got people who, who you know, have been enjoying a lot of Biden's policies and now they're trashing him. And it's like, well, okay, you know, you you didn't have a problem with him when he was sending out checks, but you know, what it, what is it that he promised you that you feel like you're not getting? I also think it's weird too. Um, black people who hate Barack, black people who fully believe Michelle Obama is a man. Have you all seen that? It is so bizarre. Like TikTok has. And I just try to not engage them so they don't keep showing up in my algorithm. Like, there are people who genuinely believe Michelle Obama was born a man, is a man, and uh, that's just that. It is the cruelest, weirdest thing ever. And it's like, what are we talking about? And why do you care? Like, this is just bizarre. We live in such a weird time. You know, I'm, I'm actually thinking about taking a little sabbatical off social media I'm already very rarely on it. I do have a pretty strong TikTok binge in me, though. I I just I just love that, <laughs> and I usually get educational stuff and stuff that I find interesting. But you know, I don't think uh, my brain benefits from TikTok all the time. I mean, I could l- lose like thirty minutes on there, no problem. And I look up and I look at this shit for thirty minutes. You know, that's not good. Not good. But basically what I'm saying is we're at a time now where you just have to decide what's best for you. Things are getting interesting and some things are tightening up and you just have to have a strategy. What is your strategy for tough times? And I think America has seemed to we have forgotten, I guess, what it's like to just really have tough times. You know, when people are out here complaining, the poorest people have cell phones. I mean, seriously, we are very privileged and we have been the favored strong nation of the the world since the end of World War II. And it just honestly feels like there's a very strong chance that that's about to be over. And we will be answering to China. <laughs> you know, um, the world powers are going to shift and America ain't ready. And I do think I was listening to something yesterday that was very interesting. We can't even agree that America, we can't even agree on the concept of what America is. And people outside of us who don't believe in democracies, who don't want democracies to thrive, are seizing on that. They want that. They want us to be at each other's throats constantly. They want this experiment to, to fail. And we're playing right into it. You know, the day you you say I'm proud to be an American and someone says, oh, but you black, you shouldn't be all of that. 
the day you say you're proud to be American, it's, well, but you they taking away all your rights and you can't do this and that. That they love that. They love the fact that we are splintered and fractured and angry because guess what? That means they can not only overtake us economically, you know, there's a chance that they could overtake us, period. You know, we grow up assuming that these things are set, but seriously, Russia Russia and Ukraine are separate countries now. And dude just went right over the border like, fuck that, I want it back. Used to be Soviet USSR. Let's bring that back. Nothing is set in stone. And while we're in here infighting, and we can't even agree on, on what it means to be a proud American or proud to be American or the concept of America... You're trying to tell me that doesn't make us vulnerable to someone just just straight trying to overtake us? It it should give you pause. It should really give people pause. While you're up here clamoring about your rights and racism and, and all this other stuff that we find to divide us, Democrat versus Republican, Trump versus Biden, Biden is old, Trump's old, all these all of these things... I think the real future of our country will hinge on who is the president in 2024. And we need a futurist. We need someone young. We need someone who understands international relationships. And we need someone who also knows how to establish boundaries, who knows how to flex, but keep it, you know, not flex. Let me put it this way. We need to we need to have a president that knows how to keep the flex silent. Like, we flexing, you just really, you have to really know if you know, right? But we we flex. And we just haven't had that in a long time. I think Barack was some of that. Um, and I think history will be kinder to him as we have endured Trump and Biden. Um, but it's time for a younger we need a youth movement. We need someone who's logical and practical and who really is a good leader. And we haven't had a good leader in a long time because shit is about to get interesting. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, but when I was listening to the facts, I was like, oh, this is a little concerning. Yeah, very because We are quite vulnerable and we're just giving it away. And we can fix it. But we got to be united on at least one thing, which is love it or hate it, America's home. And we want to defend it. But as long as they think we're fractured and you think it can't happen, that's that's the point of vulnerability. Eek. I know that's grim, but listen, this is mad love. It's, I give it to you real. When I learn it, I share it with you. So you get to figure out what you're going to do with it and how you're going to process it. But we can turn this thing around. But we got to be much, much better and much, much broader in the way we view things. Oh, I saw Colin Kaepernick had a uh, tryout with the Raiders. 
finally, after all these years, he is has actually agreed to the workout because that was a big problem. He would say, hey, come watch me work out. And then he'd be like, I'm not working out today. I guess his money is getting light. And then also, I didn't see one muscle on him. Has he been working out? They said it went well, but how do we know if that's true? I don't know. I don't see that situation the way a lot of people do. I don't wish anybody harm, though. I hope that if he really wants to play some football and is ready to be humble enough to be the backup to somebody, then he should get that opportunity. But what people keep forgetting is he kept thinking he was supposed to be a starter. You've got to show some humility, man. I watched you play. Those last few years were not the same as the first few years. So, yeah. But, you know, good luck to him. Whatever it is he's doing, good luck to him. And may the truth come out everywhere. Because that's what we need. Because this is a reckoning of sorts. And America is, we are dealing with it. We have a lot of things in front of us. And nobody is still, nobody is still, nobody's mentioning this looming healthcare crisis that's coming. There's a whole lot of hurt coming when you got a population that large that will all be in their 70s and 80s. And some of them will be sick. Some of them will be very, very sick. And I don't know that our health care system will be able to support them. And I don't know if their families will be in a position to support them. That's the crisis, if you ask me. Boom. Yeah, this was a downer of a podcast. Not really. It just... It is what it is. It's the facts. And, you know, sometimes the facts ain't fun. <laughs> so I hope everybody has a good weekend, though. You know, and you that's the thing about life. You have to process all this to all my younger listeners. You have to process all these things and then let it go. Do what you do to, to, to feel better. Pray, meditate, go out with friends, chop it up, you know, get down to, like, what are we going to do? How are we going to be... Um, How are we going to come out of a possible recession or depression and thrive? How are we going to wake up every day and meet our goals? That's how you beat bad news, by having a plan and a strategy that you enact. And there's no reason why you can't. People are always going to need food. People are always going to need shelter. People are always going to need a plumber. People are always going to need services. So figure out how you can thrive when things get tight, period point blank. You can do that. That's how you find yourself in the winner circle. There were a lot of wealthy people during the Great Depression. A lot. Were there more poor people? Absolutely. But everybody wasn't poor. Figure out how you're going to thrive. And that's an everyday thing. And just plan your work and work your plan. Yeah, you can do that. I will see you next week or talk to you next week. I hope you have a great weekend. Relax. Lean into it. Have some fun. And uh, yeah, we'll see what the weekend holds for us. Should be interesting. Should be very interesting. Peace. <laughs>